When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? This is the Patriots Post Game Show, powered by the CLNS Media Network, alongside Marvin Azan, Mike Molyneux here. Once again, Patriots defeat the Washington Redskins in Washington, 33-7. Patriots move to 5-0 on the season, yes, 3-0 on the road. And not only that, Marv, Tom Brady passes Drew Brees to move into third place all-time on the passing yards list. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. He passes Brett Favre to Ooh. move on to the third, in third time, all third passing yards of all time, which is great. You know, you think about these Tom Brady stats, and you always think about 2008, where it's like, yeah, he's behind all these guys, but what if he had that extra oh, year when he that, when he had Randy Moss and he had Wes Welker still, you know, another year with them in their prime. So. Brady moving on, but it's long overdue for this guy. Like you said, Mike, 33 to 7, a beat down. And this is the score you expected when you were going against Washington Redskins. Yeah. Coming into this week, going up against Washington, I, I continue to say that I don't see Patriots scoring any less than 30 points. They needed to come out yeah. and have a dominant performance against Washington, a team that has yet to win a game on the season. And knowing that the offense somewhat struggled uh, the week before prior. When you face the Buffalo Bills, the offense wasn't where it needed to be. You come out this game, you know, it started off a little shaky. I can't lie. The offense didn't seem like it was clicking. Tom Brady wasn't hitting his passing, his passes. Um, Sony Michelle in the run game looked like they continued to struggle. Uh, Edelman at some points in time during the game didn't seem like he was possibly 100% or something may have happened during the game that may have knocked him off a little bit. Josh Gordon, you know, the offense altogether still looked a little shaky. And then the right. second half hit, and the Patriots really turned it up to another level. But they needed to come out and have a dom- dominant performance today against Washington for sure. Yeah, you talk about Tom Brady. That first half for him, it was it was shaky, Mike. You know, and you're talking about this. You're talking about a Redskins defense that is nowhere close to the Buffalo Bills defense at all. And Brady, he came out and he, he threw, I believe, Three touchdowns in this game, one to one, the last touchdown going to um, Brandon Bolden. And they spread it out. Second half, they came in, they started running the ball more. We know that Sonny Michel, that's been a struggle for him. He hasn't been able to run the ball. Josh McDaniels, the whole team, they switched things up a little bit here and said, okay, what we're going to do is we're just going to start to pound the ball. There were some running lanes available, and Sonny Michel was able to break free, and that opened up the whole offense right there, which has been looking limited in these past couple weeks. You haven't been able to run the ball. The offensive line hasn't been looking great. Brady has been getting sacked and hit a lot hasn't been and he's been making some some rush throws the the interception he threw at the red zone this game another time where he was getting rushed and it wasn't a smart play by Brady where he just threw the ball blindedly to James White to the end zone where he should have just thrown it away so there has been a lot of struggles with this offense and that's going to be the story of this whole week yeah absolutely and you mentioned a little bit there Tom Brady getting hit a lot this game and I think there was four sacks recorded on him 
on top of the other times he's rushing, he probably took some hits as well. This offensive line has done nothing but struggle all season long, especially in these last couple of games where Brady is seeing a lot of pressure in the pocket. And you know, said this many times over and over again on this show, doesn't matter how great of a quarterback you are in the NFL, Brady, Breeze, Manning, Favre, doesn't matter how great of a quarterback you are. If you face solid pressure, your game will be thrown off a little bit. Obviously, again, we talked about it here. Brady had a pretty solid game, but the pressure was there. You know, the week before against the Bills, the pressure was there. We saw how that game went. Um, This offensive line needs to improve in some way, shape, or form as this season continues because it's going to become very tough for this offense to really get clicking if, first and foremost, Brady doesn't feel comfortable in the pocket. Then if you want to extend that to the running game, you know, yes, Sony Michelle came around a little bit today, you know, 16 attempts for 91 yards. He had a touchdown, averaged 5.7 yards per carry. That's a solid game yes, for him. Very solid. Especially in the second half, he turned it up a lot. But again, for him to continue have having games like this and for Brady to continue to be successful, finding his targets down the field, this offensive line is going to need to stay strong. And with with Sony Michelle, another thing that I like is the three receptions from Sony Michelle. Yes. Mixing it up here. Finally, Michelle, you know, has a decent passing game where he gets three receptions for 32 yards there. One going, excuse me, one going for 15 yards. You need that from Sony. You can't have him be one dimensional, especially if the running game is not there. You don't want Sony's too talented just to leave on the sidelines. Yes, you have James White, and we know what he can do and what he can bring into this game, but it's not enough. You bring in you bring in Sony Michelle to do a little bit in the passing game that opens up your offense right there. Um, speaking on Tom Brady, three hundred and forty-eight yards. Mike, you said it. You said it early when we were watching this game in the first quarter. Oh, they're slinging the ball this they game. To, yeah. They forty-two attempts is a lot for Tom Brady at the point. I don't think this offense needs Brady to throw the ball forty-two times. He completed sixty-seven percent of his throws, three touchdowns and an interception with a QB rating, QBR rating of one hundred and six. So a good game. From Tom Brady, overall, you are facing the Washington Redskins defense. The first half, it didn't look like it was going to go this way at all. Nope. Just even, you know, looking at the other side of the ball, when they left, they let off a, a early touchdown to a rookie, uh, undrafted free agent named Sims. It looked like, okay, this is about to be one of those weird games. But Patriots were able to separate. You mentioned Edelman, eight receptions, 110 yards of touchdown. He was a key factor in this game, but he still looked hobbled to me, Mike. Yeah, he, there was times when he got up, he didn't look right. And that's just Edelman as he is. He's just a warrior. He's always going to fight. But Edelman, he's one of the big reasons why you came out with the win today. Absolutely. A lot of credit to Edelman and what he was able to do in the in the passing game. And, you know, <clears throat> sorry, Josh Gordon saw a lot of, you know, opportunities as well, finished the game with five receptions, 59 yards. And all in all, I'm looking at, you know, the different weapons utilized. Obviously, not having Dorsett was huge. I yeah. felt like his presence was definitely missed. But, you know, we kind of talked about it on last week's show. I know uh, we spoke a little bit on, on Patriots Roundtable, but – I still get the feeling that the Patriots need another legit option out there. Yes, Dorsett wasn't there uh, today, and he's usually a big part of the offense, but I think there needs to be somebody else to be relied upon uh, in terms of Brady having weapons to look for down the field. Um, Edelman, Gordon, obviously the two wide receivers are involved. And then when you look at wide receivers, the only other wide receiver that got involved was Jacoby Myers, one reception uh, for six yards. But other than that, White, six receptions. 
uh, 46 yards. Brady did look at the tight ends a little bit more. Yep, Izzo had a good game. Izzo, Izzo, two receptions for 39 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Lacrosse, one reception for 22 yards. Um, and then, like you mentioned, Sony Michelle got involved with three receptions. Uh, you need other wide receivers to step up. You know, Jacoby Myers got an opportunity today, no door set. But after that, who is really somebody else that Brady can turn to? Because, I mean, you saw what Brady tried to launch the ball up to James White yeah. and hoping that he can maybe, you know, outjump the defender for the ball. But that's not really James White's, you know, specialty. Uh, I do really feel as if this Patriots need Patriots need somebody else out there to help out. Well, with them cutting Cameron Meredith that this huge, this yeah. past week, I think we understand that Nikhil Harry is going to come back to this team. They're waiting we, on him, banking on him. You know, we know that there's a couple people in IR now, and you want Isaiah Wynn to come back to help bolster that offensive line, which we talked about. But then, all of a sudden, this wide receiver course coming down, Philip Dorsett, he would have had a big game this game. Hamstring injury, he didn't play at all. Kobe Myers, a lot of promise in the preseason. We saw what he what he was able to do, but Brady hasn't really been looking his way when he's had the opportunities to play. So Nikhil Harry, that's a a big name to look out for coming coming down the wire here. And Ben Watson, Ben Watson also a tight end who didn't who's eligible to play now, but he was he was you know deactivated for this game. So we'll see what happens with Ben Watson. Brady had to you know he had to get Izzo and he had to get Lacoste involved in this game, but it still wasn't enough. And then you just see how much of a presence Rob Gronkowski was. Even of a Rob Gronkowski of last year that wasn't great, you saw where he was needed in the running game in when he helped with the blocks in the passing games. Even if if he's taken a safety away from the play. All of that is huge that Rob Gorkowski, because he garnered so much attention, and we just don't have that at the moment right now. So Nikhil Harry, he's going to be huge coming down after week eight. One name that I saw pop up in the comments, and you know, a couple of the viewers are wondering where he possibly could have been this game. Uh, Damian Harris. You know, you see a game where right. Rex Burkhead is inactive due to injury. Uh, you figured that Damian Harris would get a look. This is a guy that the Patriots took a chance on in the draft, and you figured he's there for insurance. Mm-hmm. If there's a game where Burkhead is out or James White is out or possibly Sony Michelle is out, this guy, Damian Harris, could possibly step up and be someone else that can be called upon to contribute to this offense. No sign of him. You know, the Patriots, in terms of the running game, stuck with three guys, Sony, Sony Michelle, James White, and Brandon Bolden got some opportunity as well. How come we have really yet to see this guy take the field? Where is Damian Harris? I was big on him when we had our, you know, our draft show before the season started and what we liked about the Patriots' uh, 2019 draft picks. But where is this guy to be found? It's it's, it's confused. It's it's confused with Damian Harris, and I I mentioned him last year. I'm not not last year. I mentioned him last week when Sony Michelle was struggling. Could he be that spark? in that running game to, you know, really get the running game going. We really haven't seen much of Damian Harris. And then, once again, a guy you mentioned, Mike Brandon Bolden. He's been playing pretty well. Yes. for he. You know, this has been a great year for Brandon Bolden. Run, running the ball, he's looked good. Catching the ball, receiving. This is, what, two games in a row now that he's had a touchdown with this Patriots offense. So he's been pretty damn good. And I think he's the one that's holding Harris a bay right now because he, he's – He's demanding a spot on this running team. Yes, no work Rex Burkhead, so Brandon Bolden gets a look. He's just down in the depth chart right now, Mike. Down. He's down in the depth chart. And until some injuries happen, which we know will will happen, continues to happen with this team, then Damien has to get his shot. I thought this week, if Sony wasn't able to break out, 
you know, he got 91 yards. Think it's a... And we are back. Guys, you know, sometimes in this business, there's technical difficulties. And I, one of our mics kind of just blew out on us. So, you know, we apologize once again. We're back, though. We're back. I Show goes on. People will start coming in once again, and we'll explain it, you know, every 20 minutes or so for the people who are just coming back. But, yeah, mics blew out on us. So if you hear the quality of things a little different, we apologize. We will get better. But we've got to continue talking about this New England Patriots. Mike, one thing I haven't spoken about yet is this defense. Yeah, the defense. Again, another situation where you have a week where obviously the Patriots don't face a high-powered offense. Colt McCoy, like, come on, Colt McCoy, a 38-year-old Adrian Peterson. You know, there's nothing to really fear when you look at this Redskins offense. But, again, the Patriots have another game where they can, you know, boost their own confidence in terms of how they feel the defense is playing together. You hold Washington to seven points. You know, whether you shut a team out or you hold them to seven points or a field goal, you take, you find happiness knowing that you pretty much shut a team down for four quarters. Yes, you gave up seven points, but you gave up those seven points in the first quarter on a play that was just a bad missed tackle by a couple, couple guys, a couple missed tackles. And, you know, the speedster Tate was able to just zoom all the way Sims. to the end. Sims, sorry, Sims was able to zoom all the way to the touchdown. Um, but other than that, the defense was solid, Mark. The defense was really solid once again and proved why they are the best defense in the NFL. It was good to see Dante Hightower come back in this game. and He was all over the field. He had two sacks in this game, four tackles for losses. He was all over the backfield, Mike. Dante Hightower, you know, obviously he hasn't been needed as much Last week, obviously, you're facing the Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills, and it's not something where you're like, damn, you, you're really going to miss Hightower in this game. But you see what this guy can do with all these offensive, um, defensive um, utilities on this team. I always said Jamie Call is going to help Dante Hightower a lot because now Hightower can focus on being that pass rusher or someone who's going to go attack the quarterback and not have to worry about the other things. You don't want Hightower, you know, um, having to face off against running backs or players also outside. You want Hightower in his, in his role where he can excel, yeah. and that's what he's been doing with the help of having a Jamie Collins on this team. So continuing with our conversation with the defense, unfortunately, Devin McCourty's streak of interceptions <sighs> comes to an end. But the McCourty streak is not over. But the McCourty streak is still alive, and Jason McCourty was the one – this week, who was able to get an interception in this game. And not only did he get that interception, but he also led the team in total tackles with seven. Okay. Um, he had a pretty solid game. You know, on the other hand, Devin McCourty, you know, looking at this box score right now, didn't really record any tackles or anything um, in this game. And, you know, it might be games like that. Obviously, at the same time, McCoy wasn't really he's not a gunslinger. Yeah, he's not a gunslinger. So, you know, McCourty, Devin – McCourty didn't necessarily need to be involved as much as he usually is. But, yes, Jason McCourty, solid game for him. Seven total tackles in that interception to keep the McCourty streak alive of interceptions for sure. Yeah, McCoy, you know, struggled throughout this game. Outside of the first quarter where you had that Sims run, 
Washington Redskins offense couldn't get anything done whatsoever. McCoy goes for 18 for 27 and 119 yards against this Patriots defense. Once again, this Patriots defense has been dominant. Nothing has been able to get done. They haven't been able to run against this team. You're looking at Adrian Peterson, who's who has seven carries, only 18 yards. Thompson. Chris Thompson, 21 yards onto four carries. Small, Wendell Small with six carries yep. on 20. Like, the Patriots not only are stopping the pass, but this run defense has been great. And you can you can give credit to players like Danny Shelton and the Lawrence Guy up in the middle, but Adam Butler up in the middle. These guys are stopping the run, and they've been excellent. And I don't think this run defense has been talked about enough. Absolutely. They have really been a solid force up front. At the same time, you know, Redskins don't necessarily have a run game to really be no, afraid of. Don't. Adrian Peterson is not the same guy that he once was. And Chris Thompson, he's like, you know, watered down James White in the right. sense of how they try to use him. So it doesn't necessarily scare you when you look at who the Redskins have a running back. But again, at the same time, like I said before, you have a game like this where you can shut down the run um, it's just nothing but a confidence booster for the whole defense in general. A guy that I, I definitely want to talk about is somebody that you mentioned in, previous, in the previous show, previous shows, Michael Bennett. Right. Zero tackles. He, he recorded a sack, a uh, half a sack. I think he got that one with Dante Hightower. Yep. But other than that, you know, not involved as much. I think even on a crucial uh, third down play early on in the game, you know, I'm looking at the screen and I'm looking and trying to figure out where is number 77? Why isn't he on the field in this crucial third down situation? You know, I don't necessarily remember it was third and how many yards, but you figure that Michael Bennett, a guy who you picked up over the offseason, would be in there on big situations, big plays, third down. You know, he's trying to force a three and out. Michael Bennett, like you mentioned, has just not been a huge factor like we thought he, he possibly could have been. And it, it continues into this game against the Redskins today. Yeah, Michael Bennett, this is this is a guy we really got to start, you know, looking into on his role here. He has a limited role. Michael Bennett is not that guy who's playing every first, second, and third down. He's having a limited role here on this defense. And right now it's not a story, Mike, because Patriots defense is winning. That's it. This is we, we, um, you know, they're awesome right now. He's been able to get to the quarterback when, you know, in some late in the games, he's been able to get to the quarterback and Michael Bennett's getting his name out there. But something to look at. Does this bother Michael Bennett that his role is limited on this team? Is this something that's going to come up later down in the week? Is if an injury comes happens, what happens to Michael Bennett's role? Does it increase? Winovich, he's a guy now that he's starting to become he's starting to make plays. In the first play of the game, you know, first play of the game, he's out there getting a sackle. He's out there getting a tackle for loss. And he's I feel like he's excelled his role. And Michael Bennett's role has decreased mm -hmm. a little bit. This. So that's something just to look out for. We're not pushing the panic button by any means. But Michael Bennett, what happens to him and his role as this team continues to move forward here? Yeah, for sure. I hear that 100 um, percent. Another area of the game that we started talking about a little bit before, before things kind of got, you know, choppy with us. And the mics, uh, Nick, Mike Nugent, sorry, Mike Nugent, the yes. new, newly acquired kicker taking the place of Steven Biskowski. Uh, solid game, in my opinion, two for two field goal attempts. 
He did miss his first kick as a New England Patriot, sure did. which, you know, obviously had the Patriots in a little bit of hold to start the game because uh, the Redskins responded with the touchdown, so had the score seven to six. Obviously, those extra points can be crucial in different points in, in times in the game. Patriots were able to respond and go on to score 33 points, so it didn't really matter as much. But still, after you got the first kick jitters out the way, missed the first one, he connected on every single kick. After that, you know how good is it? How good does it feel to have a kicker in there that you know is healthy, that you know is a veteran that's been in this league for a while, that can step up in place of Steven Guskowski, who clearly was playing not at 100%, and maybe his confidence was a little rattled at the same time. There's a lot of combinations of his decline over the last couple of games. I'm not. I, it doesn't feel nothing to me. I'm still worried about this kicking, this kicking team. I mean, Mike. Just one kick. He missed one kick, so that's what five games in a row that we've missed one at least one kick. Different guy, different guy who doesn't know the system yet. Mike Nugent. There's a reason why he's been bouncing around the league for a while. I mean, yes, he's a veteran. The last extra point he made and also hit the uprights and, mm. and went in. So it could have been two missed extra point kick. Look, I'm not gonna say Mike Nugent sucks. I we this is just one game, but one I'm game. still I'm still worried about the kicking game. It doesn't look great to me. Nothing solid has happened, and I'm not saying, whoa, we are good. We are settled in. Yeah. So something to look out for. See the comments coming in. Appreciate you, Celtic Bird, for tuning in. Shout out to the Celtics who have their first preseason game, I believe, this evening coming up real soon. But Celtic Bird says he doesn't trust the kicker or the offensive line. Offensive line I definitely can hear for sure. Uh, they just have not looked like a solid unit. And none of the, that's not necessarily because they suck. It's because you've had guys in and out, healthy, injured. You know, David Andrews is out for the season. That's a yeah. huge part of it. It's kind of been mixing and matching, plugging and pulling out. It's, it's been a lot going on with the offensive line. And I think the pitchers trying to do their best, their best to find a consistent combination of guys who can be in the air to protect Tom Brady and help open up the running lanes for sure. Yeah, the offensive line, I mean, in the passing game, they've been all right. Minus the Miami Dolphins game, ironically, which is the worst team in the league. They've been okay. They've been, you know, Newhouse. He's trying. He's trying trying out there. Marcus Cannon, he got beat pretty bad in a sack that he gave up. But overall, they've been okay protecting Brady, it's the running game where it's been a, a real issue with the offensive line. The run, they have not been able to create enough holes for Sony Michel to run through. And that's why you see that this offensive line and the offense has been stagnant at time. This is two games in a row now where you're looking at this offense wondering why can't they continue drives or get drives going it's because it gets stalled. The running game's not going or Brady has to rush the ball. Brady takes a sack. I mentioned earlier the interception that Brady threw in the end zone to James White. Wasn't a smart play by Brady, one. Two, he he was getting rushed, so he should have just threw the ball away. All of these are things that the offensive line needs to continue to get better because you haven't faced anybody yet. You haven't faced really a team that has a major pass rush. Washington Redskins' defense is no Buffalo Bills' defense. True. And that first half, they really stumped the Patriots' offense and offensive line. Yeah. I hear that 100% for sure because when you get really tested, it's going to be an interesting sight to see on how this offensive line holds up. Uh, 
Looking at the schedule a little bit, though, you know, obviously they took care of Washington Redskins today, moving on to 5-0, and 3-0 um, and on the road. Then you go back home next week, next uh, Thursday night, this coming Thursday night, I'm this, sorry, yeah, this Thursday. where you take on the New York Giants uh, Thursday night football, a game where obviously the Giants and the Patriots, they have their history, um, but this is not necessarily the same Giants team from those years. Yeah. Uh, they do have a new quarterback at the helm. Eli Manning is now going to be watching from the bench. Uh, Saquon Barkley might be looking to make his return. I know you want that. Injury. We're not going to talk about the fantasy football right now, but Saquon Barkley is looking to make his return from injury to face the Patriots on that Thursday night game. Do you feel as if the Giants really pose a no. threat? No. This guy couldn't even let me finish the sentence. My fault. What you say? Does it matter anymore? What do you say? feel My that? Fault. Do you feel the New York Giants pose a no. threat to the Patriots' undefeated record at the moment? Hell no. Not even a chance. The, look, yes, Giants are exciting right now. They got Danny Dimes on the helm, and he's not afraid to throw the ball. You know, the Patriots got to watch out for Ed, Evan Ingram. Yes. They haven't faced a tight end of that superior yet. So Evan Ingram's going to be someone. He's been balling out this year. You add in a golden tape to this team, you know about Sterling Shepard already. So this is going to be a test for this Patriots defense. They're really going to, you know, if, especially if Saquon comes back, you know their backup just got hit with a concussion, so we don't know where that's going to happen. But if Saquon comes back, you add in the weapons that Daniel Jones is going to have, and Daniel Jones, he's, he can move around the pocket as well. It's going to be a test for the Patriots defense that I know that the Patriots will respond to. Now, on the opposite end of the floor, Giants don't have a good defense. Mm-hmm. Once again, you face another team that does not have a good defense where you should be able to score a lot of points against this team. Another 30 burger on them. It should, it should be like that. And it's good, it should be a fun game. You're finally back home. You know, you've been away yeah. from home for a while. Patriots are going to have the place rocking. Can Daniel Jones get go to Gillette Stadium in that environment and just start balling out? You know the history with uh, Belichick going up against rookie quarterbacks. Right. For the most part, Belichick has rookie quarterbacks number. And to be a rookie quarterback, to come in into Gillette Stadium and get a victory, it's a rare feat to accomplish. Uh, I think everything that you said is true in terms of uh, what the Giants are capable of bringing to the table with Ingram and Shepard. And, and Saquon Barkley possibly coming back. But I think the major factor is the fact that the Patriots return home. You know, you have the last two weeks on the road. We know the Buffalo game was a little shaky. Right. Uh, the Washington Redskins game that happened today, they started off shaky, but they were able to get things together in the second half of the game. But I know it's a short week, but however, you're returning back to your home turf where, you know, the Patriots usually play some of their best football inside of Gillette Stadium for sure. And, you know, barring... Philip Dorsett, hopefully, you know, the hamstring, maybe they keep him out this week because it's a short week. Short week. You went yeah. you went through this game pretty healthy. Yes. You left this game pretty healthy, and you need that going into a short week. What things can they implement? You know, during these type of short weeks, I'm telling you right now, pitchers like to do a lot of trick plays, a little add a little sprinkle into things as the season gets going. So don't be surprised if you see a little bit of that. I still want that Josh Gordon game. I still want them to unleash Gordon. And I'm not talking about 10 receptions, but maybe you might need it now with, the, you know, how the wide receivers have been looking um, with Dorsett being out. But I want a two-touchdown game from, from Gordon. He's your biggest guy right now. 
That's not talking about Izzo and Lacoste. He's the guy who who you need to really start targeting or finding ways to get him open in the end zone. Like you used to find ways for Gronk. Yeah. Find ways to get uh, Gordon one-on-one action and throw the ball up to him and let him make a play. I'm all for it. You know, the guy has the size, the strength, the ability. You saw that one reception we had. We completely stiff-armed the, the defender into the ground. Every game he's going to get you a highlight where he's running somebody over somehow, somewhere. The game before that, he damn near picked up two people and carried yeah. them with him for extra yards. You know, I'm, I'm with that 100%. You want to see Josh Gordon have a game where he kind of goes off and – you know, Patriots fans, football fans are kind of reminded, oh, okay, that's Josh Gordon. You know, that's what he's capable of doing. Uh, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how the Patriots prepare for this uh, Thursday night football game because it's going to be a big one. Yes, the Giants, they're only at two and three. Or, uh, I think the record is right now, but it's the New York Giants against the New England Patriots. And every Patriots fan knows how they feel when their team they beat them by 50. is facing the New York Giants. Um. Moving on from there, though, this Patriots team, again, looking at this record, I'm going to say it every show, and I don't care. You're sitting at 5-0 right now. You just said the Giants don't pose a threat at all. Okay. They do not. 6-0. You're taking on the Jets after that, who probably will be without Sam Donald, even if they are with Sam Donald. Donald, This is going to be a guy who's just coming back to the field from monoscoliosis. Just pose a threat? No. Seven that's, and that's at home, right? All right. That's, that's at New York. That is in New York. I don't think it really matters either way. Cleveland. Cleveland hasn't had the, the season that some people anticipated with them having Baker Mayfield at the quarterback, Jarvis Landry, and Odell Beckham Jr. alongside with uh, Nick Chubb. Their season hasn't been rolling out the way they have. But you're going to be facing Cleveland once again in Gillette Stadium. You feel a threat there from the Cleveland Browns. Threat? They can pose a threat. They can pose a threat. Do you think the Cleveland Browns are marching into Gillette Stadium? No. Okay, so now we're at 8 0. Then you hit the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. That, my friends, is where the threat stands because you had a dynamic quarterback in Lamar Jackson. You're in Baltimore, which is always a tough place to play. it's, it's, and your offense has question marks. Let's, let's, question let's mark. not. And let's Baltimore, not, Baltimore has a solid defense. Let's not forget. I mean, we Patriots. Yes, they are five and zero, and they are rolling through everybody right now. But these past two weeks, you you see where the issues are. You know, the issues have been highlighted. People have said it even here: the kicking position, the offensive line. You know, losing weapons in the wide receivers. I'm telling you guys right now. I'm still not confident in Julian Edelman. Great game, 110 yards, one one touchdown, but he doesn't look healthy to me at In all. A short week, probably it's not going to help that yes, situation. Yes, he doesn't look healthy. So all of these things add up here. And the reason why I say that, we, need, we might see a huge Josh Gordon game against the New York Giants. We're talking about Baltimore Ravens. That's weeks from now. Yes, should the Patriots be 8-0 by the time they face the Ravens? Absolutely. Can they beat the Ravens? They, yes, they're, they're the better team than the Ravens, obviously, Playing at Baltimore is going to cause some challenges right there. But let's not talk about undefeated yet. I didn't say the word. I did not say the word. But you were going to. I didn't say All I'm saying is heading into the bye, looking at those matches coming up, you're possibly looking at 9-0 or maybe 8-1 heading into your bye week. Yeah. 
if everyone can stay healthy and going into that Baltimore game, now you're talking about maybe bringing back Isaiah Wayne, maybe bringing back a Nikhil Harry. Mm -hmm. So those are things you need. we need to look out for. I think Nikhil Harry, you know, it, it's tough. I know we had this conversation on the roundtable, but obviously if you can get both of them back, it's going to be huge. Which one do you think is obviously needed mightily at this point in time? Out of all the players in the IR? Between Harry and Wynn. Wynn is needed. Wynn is needed more? Wynn is needed more because you need to protect Tom Brady. Yeah, I think that that's first and foremost the most important thing. Tom Brady must be protected at all times. You have a 40 you know, two-year-old quarterback, so you want him protected for sure. But I've also, and I've also said throughout the show, I believe that this Patriots offense needs another guy out there. Nikhil Harry is just a rookie. We don't know necessarily what he's going to bring to the table. You see that Jacoby Myers, who probably had a great training camp in preseason over Nikhil Harry, even though he dealt with an injury during um, preseason and training camp. You know, you don't know necessarily. You don't necessarily know what you're going to get from rookies. You know, obviously you wish as a veteran, but I agree with you. I think getting Isaiah Wynn back will be huge in terms of protection for Tom Brady. But, Marv, you know, looking at the time here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's get into the stars and sorries of the game. Once again, the Patriots defeated, you know, the Redskins 33-7. to So there are a lot of stars definitely on the Patriots side of the ball. I want to start with one guy in particular who finally had a game where, you know, we, we talked about him. I think I used the phrase sophomore slump Yes, last week on the show. But this game, if this was to kickstart him, you know, into a, you know, him ascending up as the season continues, I'll give Sony Michelle a star of the game. 16 carries for 91 yards and a touchdown, 5.7 yards per carry. That's I think huge. that is huge right yep. there. The fact that he's able to get – Almost six yards every time he touched the ball was huge. And also, he was a factor in the, in the passing game as well with three receptions for 32 yards um, on three targets. Patriots need Sony. Pa Absolutely. Patriots need Sony to really kickstart that offense. We saw in the second half, they scratched whatever game plan they had in the first half and said, okay, I know it's not working, but we're going to start running it up the gut. And they did. Sony finally broke out. And it wasn't that he broke out. He started doing some moves, too. He had a couple of stiff arms. He broke some tackles to get that touchdown, which was all great to see from Sony Michelle. So, yes, Mike, I agree with you. He deserved the start of the game. Another guy who can definitely get a start of the game, a guy who returned from injury, missing a week, but obviously his impact was felt, and I saw it in the comments as well. Shout out to our guy, Celtic Bird, for, for naming this guy. Definitely Dante Hightower. Yep, that's my star. Dante Hightower returned after missing a week. You know, five tackles, a sack and a half. He combined for one. He had a solo one and it combined um, with uh, Bennett, Michael Bennett for another sack. His presence was felt. He's a beast, man. He beast down the field, upfield. He was he was giving Colt McCoy some nightmares out there. Tackles for losses as well. I believe he had four of them in, the, in total of this game. Hightower was huge in this game. Definitely a star, without question. Absolutely. I'm seeing some other names trickling from stars. Uh, Hightower again. Jason McCourty, guy who I mentioned before, he had a solid game, keeping the McCourty streak alive for interceptions. Uh, Danny Shelton, another guy, solid Shelton. up front for him. Star of the game, Van Noy, who's consistently 
been a solid presence ever since, you know, come back from the birth of his child. He's been a huge presence in defense for sure. Marv, do you have any other guys you want to highlight? Hightower is the guy I want to highlight for the start of the game. You know, every, from every for everything that we mentioned, you know, Tom Brady, obviously bounce back game for him. You know, he, he's got to be honorable mention. Once again, 28 for 42, 348 yards. He does pass Brett Favre in the all-time passing list at number three. All he has is Manning and Breeze ahead of him right now. Hopefully he can get there close to it till Breeze gets back and they can they can try to have a little race there. But yeah. Breeze, Breeze has a significant lead right now. Three touchdowns to that interception, 106 QBR rating. Tom Brady definitely deserves to be talked about at the start of the game. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, Yeah. But, you know, you just can't have stars of the game. Mm-mm-mm. You can't do that. There's though. also one more one more category that players can possibly fall into. And when you fall into this category, you know what we say to you? Sorry. sorry. Yeah. So, sorries of the game. If you guys have some in the comments, definitely let us know any sorries of the game. I, I'm i thinking about it, and, you know, obviously, the Redskins suck. <laughs> it's real easy. Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden. I think, you know, it was a conversation happening, you know, prior to this game, him being on the hot seat. Um, I think Jay Gruden is probably out the door coming up soon. But you know what? I don't want to give a sorry to Jay Gruden. He's getting, Jay Gruden's getting fired by Monday. <laughs> I don't want to give a start to Jay Gruden. Here's what I'm gonna give a start to: Case Keenum. Ah, don't take him. Don't take mine. And Dwayne Haskins Jr. Ah, you took my sorry. The fact that the number one and Ooh. two quarterbacks on the depth chart got skipped over from Colmore. It's one thing that your starting quarterback sucks. Okay, he sucks. Let's go to the rookie that you drafted so high, who is number second 15. on the depth chart. Yep. They skipped over Dwayne Haskins Jr. and went to the third string. Quarterback, that's 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 one of the worst stories you could ever possibly see. That your first and second quarterbacks get skipped over because they both suck, and they go to the third guy. In all honesty, he might call McCoy to me. I mean, yes, he faced the Patriots defense, but like he didn't have a bad game. He didn't have a bad game. Eighteen and twenty-seven. 66.7% 66.7 percent completion percentage. Yes, he didn't throw any touchdowns. He had an interception. But dang, I'm taking 18 for 27. <laughs> Not too bad. Completing 60. Him and Brady completed the same percent uh, uh, percentage of passes. Yeah, this Brady threw three touchdowns and 348 <laughs> yards. Yes, there's the major difference. But again, to Colt, McC- no, sorry, to Case Keenum, Dwayne Haskins Jr., you have anything else you want to add on to that? Sorry. It's just. It's just ugly. It's just it's real. It's real ugly over there. Your case, your case, Keno, and it sucks for Case. I feel bad for Case. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a specific one to Case Keno. You had a great team in my in Minnesota. Sure did. You had a really good team, and you did you did well to the point you know you was talks about Pro Bowler could have been maybe top five, top six in the MVP conversation because your team was hella good. Yeah. You had the Miami miracle with that team, you know. Sure did. That was Case Keenum. And then from for some odd reason, management said that we'll get Kirk Cousins. It's not your fault. That was still to this day. It's not, it's not your fault. Flip, flop, flop, flip. But you look at it, Case Keenum not doing too well over there. 
Sure. I know they. I know they just got this win against the Giants, but you mean you mean? I mean, Cousins. Kirk Cousins not doing too well over there. I know they just got this win over the Giants, but you look at it, you got Adam Thielen calling Kirk Cousins out on the radio. Stephon Diggs don't want, don't want Diggs want to tell them. No. Stephon Diggs don't want. They like they like Case. So Case gets sent to Denver Broncos, and we we know what happened to them last year. Then Case gets sent to the Washington Redskins. The worst of the they just put in this dude to the dumps. Yeah. yeah. And now he got benched not only for Dwayne Haskins. Second string. But for Colt freaking McCoy. Ah, yeah. Yeah, Case Keenum on this show right here from Marvel myself and probably from a lot of the viewers here. We gotta give you a big fat sorry. It's so sad. So mm, sad. Mm, mm. I'm so sorry. What do you they didn't even put the camera on? I don't even know if they showed him during the game. Hey, they showed Dwayne Haskins. I saw a comment coming saying Haskins should start. And I honestly think Haskins, if you're not going to go with Keenum, Colt McCoy is not going to be your future. This, 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 that's why Jay Gruden is getting fired Monday. Yeah. Why the hell is Haskins not on the field? You drafted him, and if you're not going to start the veteran in Keenum, you got to go with the rookie who you drafted and spend a high draft pick on. But, yeah, Case Keenum, that's a sorry for you. I agree with you, Celtic Bird. McCoy wasn't as bad as he most people expect them to be. You just ran it to the New England Patriots. That's all. Um, other stories that could possibly go out, you know, again, from the Patriots side of the ball, I can't give out too many sorries. I think for the most part, everybody performed well. Yeah. I mean, that obviously the touchdown they let up with Sims, that was that was bad. That was, that bad. was pretty bad. You can't you don't want to let up opportunities like that to a good team. Tackle. Tackle, there was many missed tackles in that play. Other than that, they regrouped. They played very well. I don't think I have a sorry to give out to anybody. Yeah, again, I kind of mentioned Jay Gruden a little bit. Um, he might be fired by Monday, as Marv uh, believes. I saw C. Celtics Bird saying the new kicker, Nick Nugent. It's close. It's close. This guy missed one kick. And it's, it's not close. only that he missed one kick. It was his first kick. You have to get the jitters out. I don't want to hear it. First game jitters with a new it team. It was an extra point. It wasn't no field goal. It was an extra First point. First kick jitters. He got out the way and he was automatic the rest of the way. Yeah, he had one. Mike giving him a pass because he's so damn happy. One game. Out. Yeah. Honestly, they could have got a bagger from the lo local grocery store to kick and I would have been happy. So it doesn't matter to me. I'm just happy. Guskowski, go get healed up. Go get your hip fixed. Do what you got to do. Don't come back. You know. Don't come back. Just, Just – Wish him nothing but the best in his future. Mike's bad. But they needed to get a new kicker. I think that's what it's boiled down to. Um, but yeah, other than that, don't I don't have any stars to give up. No, no more stars. You know, solid game throughout. Yes. Obviously, the stars go to the quarterbacks that we mentioned earlier. McCoy played all right. Patriots got a short week here. Um, guess New York Giants Thursday night, and you know where we will be. We'll be right here. Catch us on the post game show following that. Thursday night game. You can also catch us throughout the week when we drop our different roundtable videos with Marv, myself, and our guy Nick Q. And then you can catch us Tuesday night where we host the Double M Show. Check us out live right here on this YouTube channel Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock where we talk about sports, music, entertainment, entertainment, music, urban culture, anything that's happening right now currently. Uh, 
be on the lookout for all of that. Any final words, Marv, here before we wrap things up? No, I think I think this was a great show. Thank you, everyone who commented, especially this is our second tape. You know, we had some technical difficulties yes. with the microphone. So shout out to you guys for even coming back and want to hear what we had to say. Because I know I would have been upset about that as well. So shout out to you guys. We'll be back and we'll be better Thursday night. Absolutely. Thanks for watching, guys. We see you guys Thursday night following that game.